Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning to you. This is the day which the Lord has made. I trust that you are already rejoicing and being glad in it. We started the week this Monday declaring the greatness of God. We focused on Monday from Psalm 145, verse number 3, which says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. As we come to the conclusion of this week, I want to give you a word of encouragement about the goodness of God. Just a few verses later, in Psalm 145, verse 7, it says, They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Listen to this, verse 9, The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. Not only does the psalmist declare that God is great, but God is also good. Uh, you've probably, when you were growing up, you were probably taught uh, one of the first prayers people taught you, probably your parents, before you eat a meal, you need to say the blessing. And a lot of us were taught to pray like this. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for this food. By his hand, we are fed Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. Remember that childlike prayer that you prayed? God is great. God is good. That's right out of the Bible, man. Well, I don't know if it's right out of the Bible, but it's biblical content. God is great, and then God is good. Listen to what the psalmist says in 145. God is good. All throughout, particularly Old Testament, but New Testament as well, there are many declarations of the goodness of God. In First Chronicles chapter 16, David had just led the bringing of the Ark, and the, Ark of the, <coughs> excuse me, Ark of the Covenant home, and the people are rejoicing because the Ark has been returned to its rightful place. And listen to what they were saying and praying and praising. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. There's a declaration of the goodness of God when the Ark of the Covenant, representing the presence of God, is returned home. And then a little bit later in 2 Chronicles chapter 5, when the completion of the building of the temple, the Bible declares that God is good. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 3, after Solomon prayed and the glory of God filled the temple, the Bible declares that God is good. Psalm 34 verse 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. The Bible says in Psalm 100 verse 5, For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Psalm 106, 107, 118, 135, 136. All those psalms begin by making a declaration that God is good. So that's what I want you to be encouraged about today. God is good. In the midst of turmoil... God is good. In the midst of um, your situation, God is still good. So there are many declarations 
particularly in the Old Testament, about the goodness of God. But Psalm 33, verse 5 says that the earth is full of the goodness of God. That's the depths of the goodness of God. The earth is full of the goodness of God. Uh, I was talking to somebody today at the uh, YMCA, and it seems like all they do is see the bad, and they can hardly ever see the good. I was trying to encourage them to be a, a good finder. Look, look for that which is good. And if you just open your eyes, even in the midst of um, despicable days in which we live, the earth is still full of the goodness of God. <coughs> look around. Observe. Be aware of the goodness of God. And then there's a description of the goodness of God in Psalm 145. The Bible says his goodness and compassion are abundant. He's gracious. It uses the word compassionate, gracious, merciful is the word in the Old Testament. The New Testament equivalent to that is compassion or compassionate. And I, I was reminded recently about the fact that Jesus was moved with compassion on more than one occasion. I was working out the other day, and there's a guy about, well, he's younger than I am, not much younger, but I noticed he had his, both elbows were wrapped up, <laughs> both knees were wrapped up, and both wrists were wrapped up as he was working out. And apparently he tweaked his elbow, probably a tendon or something, and, um, and he was just, kind of complaining about how bad all his body hurts, and I have had a little bit of elbow tendonitis recently. And so I just simply said, hey, brother, I know how you feel. Have you ever said that to somebody? I mean, really meant it. I know how you feel. When Vicky and I become aware of parents that have children that are ill or have been hurt or injured, uh, we know how they feel. Our son was born with a heart defect. It's not fake, it's genuine. Um, we can feel their pain. Now, we can't feel everybody's pain, but we can have compassion on them. The New Testament word for compassion, when it says that Jesus was moved with compassion, listen to this in Psalm, excuse me, Matthew 9, 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Jesus saw people in need, and the Bible says when he saw them, he was moved with compassion. It means to be able to have the ability to get inside the skin of someone and suffer with them. So when parents are walking through difficulties with children that are facing physical challenges, Vicki and I are able to get inside their skin and suffer with them, move with compassion. Listen to me carefully. When Jesus saw the crowds that were hurting, he was moved with compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion to the point he wanted to help people. And that's what I want to encourage you with today as you're going into the weekend. When you're going through a hard time, Jesus sees that and he's moved with compassion. He gets inside your skin and suffers with you. If you just got a bad report from the doctor, Jesus gets inside your skin. He's moved with compassion. If you just lost a job, Jesus sees that. He knows that. He's able to get inside your sin, skin and suffer with you, to hurt with you. Jesus was moved with compassion on multiple occasions. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad that he was.
So my encouragement today to myself is, whatever I'm going through, I'm not going through it by myself. A, I have the Holy Spirit living inside me. And B, Jesus is aware of everything in my life. And when things go south, when things go wrong, when things go upside down, Jesus sees that and he's moved with compassion to help me. Hey, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope to see if you live in Thomasville at Celebration Church this Sunday at 10 o'clock to worship the risen King.